Welcome to the DJ Cross Talk Podcast with your host, DJ JP. Hello, my name is Jessica Powell, and today I'm going to be interviewing Jeffrey Powell, who is my dear father. He is also the creator of DJ Cross Talk, and we're just going to be here to ask him some questions and get to know him a little bit better. All right. How you doing, Jess? <laughs> Absolutely good. All right. All right. Um, so... And beginning with talking about DJing, um, why did you start DJing? Well, I've always had a love for music. And uh, when I was younger, I used to put a radio in the window in, in Hattiesburg and listen to the radio station out of New Orleans and just hearing two songs blend together and keep them moving on the dance floor. I was just always attracted to that. And from the day I heard that on Well 105, I've always wanted to be a DJ and, and be able to do that. That's what drew me to it. And just my love for music. Okay. Um, I can remember just when we used to drive through Dallas and listening to 97.9 and having the cassette tapes and like being able to listen to the mixes and like that was the big thing that we would do like oh did you hear when they did this so <laughs> i remember just how much you liked it i think a little bit of it just kind of rubbed off on me and adriana because we have a love for music as well yes 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 i can remember that one time just to piggyback on that we were there it is that's what that's what it is the dj and i was like oh my god they get it too and uh, I, don't, I don't know if we were in dallas or where we were but you heard it and you was like that's what djing is right there and i said yep they truly understand <laughs> yeah it is it's something about hearing it just perfectly put together and you're just like okay I can respect that. So, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so if you had to think of just like your favorite experience or best memory, DJing, I know you probably have a million and 20. Wow. Uh, my best memory, DJing. Um, it's probably, I, I have to say it's a close one with the wedding I did in New York on the rooftop overlooking the Hudson River. That was one of my favorites. But probably my all-time favorite was when the troop when the general, the base general flew me to northern Iraq to DJ for the troops on the 4th of July. That was one of the greatest times. I mean, you know, little old DJ JP, Jeffrey, they sent a, a helicopter to get me and fly me up and treat me like a king so I can DJ for the troops on 4th of July and then flew me back. So that's one of my one of my favorite memories. Those two. Definitely the wedding in New York on the rooftop and then going to Iraq to DJ for the troops. Wow, that's really <laughs> Yeah, you were a little young. You don't remember that one. Yeah, I was about to ask, like, when did that happen? When we lived in Turkey. No, matter of fact, you and your mom had flew back to uh, the States. It was during the war, during the uh, first Gulf War. Oh, on your age. Yes. <laughs> yes, showing how old daddy is. Um, so if you had to say um, what has DJing taught you about yourself, about life or just about business? Oh, wow. About life is to be prepared for anything. It used to be when I first started out, it was strictly hip hop and R&B. Now I have to be prepared to play like my wedding the other day was bachata and merengue and cumbia and pop and soul and old school. So it's taught me how to be prepared. Business-wise, it told me it's a business first and you have to be very business-oriented because if you don't, 
you could be doing a lot of stuff and losing money and uh and we're in it i in it because i love it but you also got to make money because equipment and music and lights and stuff are not cheap so you gotta it's got to be business and and love of it so i definitely love it i respect the business side of it most definitely. So, yeah, I guess kind of going off into the DJ Crosstalk, you know, what do you hope to teach people with this podcast? Well, the DJ podcast is to give more insight and uh, interview some great DJs. I hope to, I really hope to get Greg Street on, one of my mentors who taught me everything that's on B103 in Atlanta, to give them a radio perspective, uh, introduce some big, interview some big time radio DJs, and then talk to like a, I have a lawyer friend I made during the pandemic that's a wedding lawyer. So have him come on and talk about contracts and stuff and teach, to teach the business side, to get to talk to some people we probably would never just be able to talk to. I have a lot of stuff I want to do. Uh, wedding planners. Hey, what makes you like a certain DJ? Hey, talk to this venue. What makes you remember a DJ and want to invite them back and be a part of your your team? So just so many things I want to share. Create a men- mentorship program where... <laughs> Uh, we pretty much have it already, but well, you can reach out to any one of the upper guys and the, the guys that's been doing it a while in the group, and they can try to help you through a problem or tell you what they would do or tell you a solution to whatever you have. If it's just putting together speakers or a mixer or something, but just anything to help guys uh, be better DJs. Because if you if teach one, reach one, we continue to grow the industry. So my whole thing is to continue to just grow the industry. There's no need for me to take everything I've learned over the 30 years I've been DJing to the grave with me and don't tell nobody. True, true, true. Yes. So, okay. Um, so where did you get the idea to create DJ Crosstalk on Facebook? Okay, so here's a good one. So what happened was I was in a bunch, a few other DJ groups on Facebook and a guy, somebody would post like the simplest question and they would just get beat across the head. Why'd you do that? That's stupid. That's dumb. And just people, everybody would attack him. And these groups got thousands of people in there. So it's coming from everywhere. So I was like, why do we have a group like that if it's supposed to be helping attacking? So I left the group. I got out. And Jermaine was my brother, who's also a DJ. He was in there too. He's like, man, do you see that? What? How is that helping anybody? You know, these guys, well, it's called DJ, you know, whatever. And these guys, all they do is attack each other. So I left. But then it was, I wanted to know about some certain things. So I got back in. Then I said, you know what? I'm going to create my own group. After I went to Mobile, Mobile Beat a couple of times in Vegas, met some great other DJs and started to have little get-togethers around here with other DJs, I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to create my own Facebook group. So February of uh, 17, uh, the 21st of February on the 17th, I created. And it has grown to 200 and some DJs. And I'm very selective. I don't let just anybody in. You have to... Uh, be very professional doing stuff well you know all the good stuff and i i I make sure i screen everybody before i let them in or talk to them or i met them in person in vegas so there's maybe 20 djs in there from out of town but all of them i met personally and i see what they're doing and i know they can pour back into the guys in the group so and then the guys here either they're young and upcoming or they're veterans and i think it's just a good mix of everybody trying to help everybody out so it's a good mix of djs that's in the group yeah i i thoroughly enjoyed the 
I guess that would be like the bio or the info about the group where it's kind of like, you know, you leave your drama here. We don't have time for all that. This yeah. is what it is. We're here to help, not to grow, not to do all that other stuff. And what I like about it, too, is I have a team of admins. Uh, they, you know, I'm not I can't always be watching Facebook. Uh, so if somebody gets out of order, they quick to check you and make sure. And we have a drama free. I don't let anybody bash anybody, if, you know take it offline or get out the group and say what you want to, but it's a place of growth. We're not here to kick nobody down, knock nobody down. So that's, that's one thing I think everybody quietly respects about the group and there's, it's drama free pretty much. I mean, it might be some small little spats every now and then, but nothing that we can't, you know, get past or figure out a solution to without anybody just getting super, super mad. Yeah. True. Yeah. Well, I guess you kind of answered this question because my next question was, why did you start DJ Crosstalk? To give DJs locally a platform to uh, talk about what's going on, ask questions, you know, from how you load in at this venue to what's the best place to buy this or what locally do we have? Um, Hey, let's get together and talk about this. Let's have a garage sale of equipment. It was just all kind of stuff, just to sh- uh, share ideas and crosstalk. And the reason why, so we can talk about it, it's a crosstalk. So to have a platform to be able to talk about it without a safe zone. Okay, you can safely come into crosstalk and say, hey, man, I did this. What should I do? Well, I can't figure out how to do this. And then I go, everybody's like, well, you're an idiot. You don't know how to do anything. So I just... I hated that in those other groups, but like I said, I got out, but it was a lot of great information in those groups when they weren't bashing folks, but I just seemed like always jumped in on the post when they were bashing somebody, and I'm like, oh my God. But uh, no, I created a crosstalk for a safe space so everybody can, um, you know, you can come in, even if you were a beginning DJ and you jumped in, Jess, and you said, I wanted to, you know, how do y'all hook this up? Somebody would just reach out to you and say, hey, this is what you do. Instead of, you're an idiot. How long you been DJing? Why you did no, we need to be able to pick each other up and help each other out. Yes, I love that. It's better than, you know, like you said, beating people down. Kind of yeah, and I, I saw people get beat down in those in some other groups. It makes people not want to do it. Yeah, make you, well, it makes you not want to ask anybody. And then you're going out there being a, not saying a bad DJ, but unprepared or not knowing what you can do when all somebody had to do was help you out instead of, you know, calling you an idiot or not helping you. So a bunch of us act like stuff is top secret. It's not top secret. Just just help somebody because you're helping the whole industry. You're not just one little thing you tell somebody is not they, you know, you're you. I have my style. Jermaine has his style. Uh, Nate has his style. Everybody I know is different and does it their own way. So nobody, I can't be Jazzy Jeff. I can't be D- Kid Capri. And I can't be the smallest little DJ in Dallas. All I can be is me. And, uh, you know, I just want to make that next DJ, give him stuff to make him better. I was going to ask, because when you said something about Nate, I was like, are you talking about Nate from Wichita Falls? Yes, Nate, who uh, wanted, I mean, and that's another great thing, too. I think I've always had Crosstalk in me because I taught Nate. I taught Ray, I taught Jermaine, I taught Bird, I taught all those guys how to DJ. And I mean, just, and like I said, I've been doing crosstalk for a long time. And I know you know how many times Nate was bugging me trying to get the turntables and the records so he could practice and learn because y'all were with me. But yeah, I mean, I've just always had it in my heart to try to make, you know, it's not competition, it's competition, but 
it's enough business out here for all of us to have a piece of the pie and not have to stab anybody in the back. Yeah, I can remember. I don't even know if it was in Texas, but I can remember in Mississippi, like in the garage, you setting up and you like practicing with the turntables and everything before we left turntables and moved to the digital. Country. But mm-hmm. you and Jermaine coming over and it just being this thing that you were just you were out there for some time. <laughs> Well, I mean, like I say, I love it and I always want to get better because like one of the best, I won't say this, but one of the best things for me to happen in the pandemic was I didn't, I wasn't working. So it gave me time to even get better at my craft and just happening in the pandemic was I didn't, I wasn't working. So it gave me time to even get better at my craft and just practice because I never practiced. I mean, when me and Jermaine were at the hi-hat, people's always ask us, when do y'all practice? Uh, we don't. We just come to the club and DJ. So we never practice. But even Jermaine are talking about, I'm sure other guys too, but the pandemic just gave me so much time to get familiar and back to the old days when I did when I started out, when all I wanted to do was just get in there and make mixes and uh, try to play some Sweet Home Alabama with some country or just anything different. Just try stuff and get better at it. Um, make, you know, just have fun in the, on the turntable jail. Yeah, we did. We spent a lot of hours in garages playing music, hot garages. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. And I, like you said, I can remember a lot of friends just being connected to you and wanting to learn and you teaching or being around and was like, oh, that, you know, that's such and such, you know, he's always here, but he's with you doing this or y'all out and about doing something. I can mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I just wanted to grow the industry. If you wanted to learn, I wanted to teach it. And what I, I, I hate to say it, but one of my biggest regrets is not really teaching one of you or AD how to do it. But one of my biggest regrets is not really teaching one of you or AD how to do it. And I know y'all asked me if, and you know, but I, I know y'all asked, but I, I really wish I would have just took the time to teach one of y'all how to do that. It's not too late, though. It's not. It's not too no, late. No. I always I'm, said I wanted to learn because I feel like I have an ear for it. And I, you know, I just generally love music. I, it was so funny. I almost, it was a compliment, though. Jermaine, we were sitting playing cards and some song came on. It was like an old school, like a bunch of songs. And it was new. And he was like, you are a DJ's daughter. <laughs> it was like, you know everything. There's nothing like you just music. And I was like, I, I love it. Yes, yes, you got that. So maybe one day when we uh, have some time, we'll we'll get you a controller and a jump drive and say, here, Jessica, have some fun and let me hear it in about six months where you're at. But and all you do, if you just take like an hour a day and just get in there and play with it, you can do it. But you already have an ear because you already know how to, you already stun, understand the methodology of DJing and putting those beats together. And it's just sinking and going. And you're like, okay, I went from this right into this. And I don't even know what hit me, but I got to keep going. So, you know, I just... That's I just I can't even explain how it it just does something to me and it just that's what I love to do. So do you still get that like that feeling every time? Like you know sometimes it may feel like if you do a job all the time it feels like routine and you're just like ah. Uh. So you still have that like uh-huh, I love this. Uh, every time I do a wedding I still get nervous or I do an event I'm always nervous I'm even more nervous if it's somebody I know family because I always want to put on my best show just think about the event we all just did together I mean how so on I mean I was so fired up because there's nothing like coming back home and playing for all your friends and family and everybody you know but I I always get nervous and I just love it and I just never want to disappoint anybody who's came to hear me play music or pay money to for me to play music for them i just i don't think i'll ever 
even when I have to lean up off a bed and just lean my controller by the bed and play, I still think I want to play a little bit. I think that's great. <laughs> it is. I mean, you love it. It doesn't seem like no, it's, love is And I'm not even going to use the cliche. It's it's more like a, um, just an activity, like a, just having fun. It's not it's work. But it's not work because just seeing the smiles on people's face or somebody doing, oh, man, or, you know, just looking at you and say, oh, and, you know, they're going back down memory lane when I can take you down memory lane or I can put you in a mood or you in a bad mood. You came to the club mad or whatever. And then, you know, okay, I'm not even mad no more. I just want to party or you. It's just it's just something about, you know, and I guess I'm a a little bit of a control freak because it's nothing like you in a club. I remember the high had these 600 people on the floor doing the slide. And, you know, you're in control of every move of that whole club. I can make you slow dance. I can make you whatever. And just looking down on that crowd in the hi-hat was just one of the biggest rushes I ever had as a DJ. And then maybe the troops over there in Iraq. When we had all those troops out there, I was DJing for them. So that was fun, too. Yeah. I had 2000. Um, so... February the 17th, as you mentioned earlier, will be the fifth year of you creating the Crosstalk. So is working, is it working as you envisioned it to work? It's working as I envisioned it to work for those who wanted to work for them. Uh, there's a lot of young people or a lot of people out there, pride or egos or won't let them don't want them to ask for help, but the ones who are, it's working great for those. And I have a lot of visions. I wish everybody would come to the meetings or ask questions, And but it's doing what it's want to do. And But my next big step that I want to do, I want to do my own DJ conference in Dallas and host it and bring, you know, if I can get 25, 50 DJs to get some big speakers to come in and hire, you know, some famous, a famous DJ to come in and DJ for everybody, throw a big industry party. So I got a lot of goals and now that I'm retired, and doing it full time, I got more time to put into uh, my love and my passion in this business. So a lot of time is into uh, Alliance and then the other time I do in Crosstalk doing stuff and trying to make sure it grew. But like I said, I have a group, great group of admins that run it for me. I got a great group of friends that see visions that I have in my head and want to work with me to make sure they come to fruition. So we out there working on some good stuff. Sounds like a lot to look forward to. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. And maybe my daughter can spin at the conference or something or come up and play a song or give a talk about health or something. I don't know. I can talk. (laughs) Yeah. A topic I'll talk to them. I'll interview people. Yeah. So you could be the reporter on the spot. Okay. I remember that. Red carpet, red carpet, Jess. separate question but when like you do these conferences and stuff do they do like panels where djs come out and just you know talk about like difficulties or stuff like that or yeah they they do panels they do presentations i think the panels are always good because you get a perspective from a lot of different people because you know one person can tell you one thing but four or five of them if they all kind of go in the same line or somebody can be so different and it was just okay man i gotta use that and like when i go to a conference if i just I've always wanted if I get just one nugget and come back and bring it to Dallas or bring it to my business and it makes a total whole different change in what I'm doing, it was worth going to that conference. And that's what I try to get people to realize. 
that one nugget, one little business move, one DJ tip, one line to a bride, one way you type an email, anything can be the difference in success and failure or increasing your business. I completely agree with that. That is, <laughs> yeah. So that's why I make those trips. And anytime I like to went to one today, had a lady and she said, what is your sauce? What makes you or your company? What makes your sauce? What makes you stand out to somebody else? And she has some great nuggets. I can't wait to go. I, you know, you can't. I didn't take notes or anything, but she said she had these. So I want to go back and read that. So I, what is your sauce? So it was a good. Did you decide on what your sauce was? Uh, my sauce is probably just uh, being able to look out in a room check out everybody, make contact and kind of feel where the crowd wants to go and just take them there. And then, you know, be able to, again, that control thing. Okay. We're going here, but you want to go over here. So let's go over here and let's go here. Cause now it's just different. It's not all hip hop and it's not all R and B. I mean, there's no telling who's in front of me. I might have somebody want some James Brown. I might have somebody want some, uh, Ricky Lopez. I mean, uh, Enrique Iglesias, you know, it's just everywhere. So thank God for hard drives and we don't have to tote records no more. But, you know, it's just that's my sauce to be able to try to feel the crowd and try to take them and and get them somewhere. And then once you figure it out, you just narrow in and then you throw something in that they ain't never thought about or you put on one of those famous old tracks and they just scream and shout and have a great time so it's just that's what it's all about to me that's my sauce yeah. good sauce i like it <laughs> well miss jessica did i answer all your questions or do you think uh, we got it all down no i do i think that we've got it all down i learned a lot um I'm hopeful in seeing what how things turn out yes. in your future endeavors. Yes, hopefully it'll all go well and we'll be able to do some more and more great stuff and we can get some other people involved in DJ Crosstalk and let them see, you know, the benefits of uh, having a mentor or just having a space safe space to be able to ask questions of other DJs that's been in the business a while. I completely agree. It's always great to have a mentor or just a safe space in any profession. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Well, I'd like to thank you for hosting my first, the first interview on DJ Crosstalk podcast. Uh, when we get the link up, I'll make sure I send it to you so you can hear it. And, uh, uh, I said, I, I said, let me ask my daughter to do the first interview on my oldest daughter to do the first interview on the podcast. So I can't ask myself the questions. I'm not going to sit here and talk about myself. I could, but I, I don't want to do that. I just, I say it would be cool to get Jess to ask me the questions. Yeah, I think you would. I thank you. And uh, as soon as we get it ready and get it up, because this will be the first episode. That is it. So next time, y'all stay tuned for what's coming up on DJ Crosstalk, the podcast with yours truly, DJ JP.